deliver unto Skeletor that which is Skeletor's. Skeletor, this is ridiculous. We were supposed to start the show an hour ago. You can play with your pogs when we finish. Just give me a minute, Riley. I'm nearly finished trouncing Merman. Oh, jeez. Are you serious? I know! I can't believe how bad it pogs Merman is. It's like he never even read Professor Elias Q. Smartington's four-volume treatise on the strategy of asymmetrical stacking theory. The dolt! Yeah, that's exactly what I meant. Wait, no it isn't. I meant I can't believe I seriously have to sit here and watch two grown beings play with cardboard? Yeah, you're right, it would be more fun with three, but Beastman still hasn't figured out all the intricacies of the sport. And technically, we are playing for cardboard. Most of the gameplay is carried out by manipulating the slammer. I still say using a splooser made of heavy tadium seems kind of unfair. It should be made of a densely woven kelp like old Nessie here. Also, I don't think you're allowed to enchant your pogs. You're just jealous because your pitiful stack of soggy cardboard is rapidly diminishing by dint of my conquest, and there's nothing you can do about it. And I told you, here in the surface world, the kinetic instigator is called a slammer, not a splooser. I can't believe they have pogs underwater. Oh, pogs exist in some form or another in every realm throughout the multiverse. It's one of the very few universal constants. How do you even know that? How is that a thing that anyone is even capable of knowing? Oh, our scientists are very well funded. Have you guys not discovered universal pog theory yet? Nope, not learning any extra science while I'm here. I have signed up to be exposed to plant facts and plant facts only. Yes, that reminds me, I've been experimenting lately with a planting technique that I think may prove quite innovative. Oh yes. So... You gather your seeds into a small pile. I ideally, this would be on top of a small dish or something that you can easily carry around your field with you. Being able to carry it with one hand is crucial. Okay. Then you take your slammer. Are you serious? And slam it down upon the seeds, thus causing them to disperse wildly across your field. Well, in a two foot radius. Admittedly, the seeds weren't dispersed evenly, so I did have to pick many of them up and redistribute them by hand in order to ensure that I wouldn't need to do much thinning later on. Oh, and the plate broke. Using the heavy tanium slammer may have been too much for the fine china. Although I can't imagine anyone lamenting the loss of the appetizer plates. How many plates did you break? Oh, all of them. Why did you not use a paper plate? Hmm, intriguing. I may take that into consideration for planting the string beans. I'd hope so. Your hands are covered in bandages. It's not that bad. A few nicks at most. Don't worry, we carried him inside when he started getting too lightheaded from all the blood loss. Remind me to send Beastmen to go collect all the broken flatware in the North Field. Overall, though, it was an innovative and successful experiment in combining pogs and gardening. Pogardening is the name I'm considering for trademark. You're not going to need to trademark it. No one on this planet is going to try and steal that idea from you. Ha! <laughs> oh, Riley, you flatter. I am terrifying and my wrath is rightly feared, but even I don't think that my reputation could protect me from all intellectual property crimes. And speaking of crimes, have you ever wanted a plant but just didn't care to purchase it? Or perhaps you were already on a purloining spree through the nursery and your hands were simply too full to carry another pot. We've all been there. We have not. Well, I'm here to tell you that many plants can simply be propagated from a cutting. That is, 
You take a clean blade and slice off part of the plant, sometimes even a cutting as small as a leaf or part of a leaf. Place it in distilled water where it will get plenty of sunlight, and in several weeks, you will have a rooted cutting that you can replant. For those of you who might gasp at the price of a pink princess philodendron, but don't mind a bit of genteel thievery, a clean pair of pruning shears is all you'll need. Now, if you're looking to start small, a peperomia is very forgiving. Although you certainly don't deserve its forgiveness or even its regard, in its carefree generosity, the peperomia will grow an entire new plant from a single leaf or even partial leaf cutting. I'm sure that some of you sloppy soil slingers imagine that you can use root starter or plant them in the ground, and indeed for some plants you can, but you must walk before you can run. And right now I wouldn't trust any of you to do more than... what's uh, slower than crawling? Mmm, slapping around on land, gasping for air? Mmm, a, a bit less energetic. Plodding? Adequate. Uh, so, as I cannot trust any of you to do more than plod at your current skill level, you will make do with starting cuttings in water and be grateful for it. And yes, distilled water is a must. Undistilled water encourages the growth of algae. Which is delicious. Gross. It's like a smoothie, if a smoothie was extra slimy. Extra gross. I like to start off the day with plenty of eukaryotic organisms. And also oat bran. But we've been running low on that, so mostly it's algae smoothies right now. Mmm, yes. The cereal cabinet is looking very picked over this week. I would never have allowed such a thing to happen under my watch. You've started eating with everyone again? Out of necessity. I ran out of dishes. And then... Out of dish-shaped objects. And then out of things that weren't dish-shaped, but were more or less microwave-safe and had some vessel-like qualities. Not gonna miss watching you eat oatmeal out of a seedling tray. It was clean and saved me a trip to the kitchen. You were using a pen cap for a spoon. Yes, my ingenuity is the stuff of legend. And your pens all smell like maple cinnamon. A pleasant bonus. Lucky you. The oatmeal in the kitchen ran out last week. Well, that's what happens when you don't rule the grocery list with an iron fist. I tried to bring it up, but Evelyn says, Starches are a privilege. Then she demanded that everyone go on a quiddo diet. Is that the one where you only eat meat and cheese? No, that's keto. Quiddo is where you quit eating so that Evelyn can spend all the food money on renovation projects and eyeshadow. So you're just not going to get that? Am I supposed to get it? It's almost certainly Duncan. He's been calling and leaving messages for the past week. I left some things at the palace and... Anyway, it, it doesn't matter. Ignore it. Don't you want your stuff back? Of course I want my possessions. Ideally, I would have everyone's possessions. But I'm sorry if I find it... Slightly awkward to speak with someone after they were your royal subject and then helped carry you to the wagon you were carted home in after you failed in your life's ambition and were ousted from power. Can you see, Riley, how that might be a tad unpleasant and therefore worth avoiding? I'll do it. I'll get your stuff. No! And stop eavesdropping! But I missed your yelling. You should have thought about how much you missed it before you let Evelyn seize power. <sighs> That's the stuff. And she cheated. She did it during my nap time. A likely excuse. It was very likely. 
So likely that it happened. Can I come in while you yell? Just for a little while? Aw, oh, come on. Look at that face. <sighs> All right, fine. But you're going to make yourself useful. You can be our third Pogsman. <laughs> I could loan you my splooser. You probably didn't bring one with you. Ugh, why do you keep calling it that? That sounds like a terrifying medical condition that they only talk about on TV shows that are on after 10 p.m. Like, there's definitely a cream for that. Oh, right. Sorry. Uh, Slammer? That's right. Slammer. Yeah, I, I guess they don't really do much splooshing up here on the surface. Are we going to play that game with the terrible cookies again? For the last time, you flea-bitten fool, pogs are not cookies. They are tokens of gameplay and a unique investment opportunity. Wait, how much did you spend on these things? You have to spend money to make money. Within a few months, the value of this holofoil disc will have increased enough to keep me in oatmeal for a millennium. Okay, that doesn't answer my question. And if that pog is so valuable, then why did you scratch out King Randor's face and write Skeletor over it in Sharpie? To increase its value, obviously. If it was worth the small fortune I paid for it when it was engraved with that image of my misbegotten brother, just imagine how much it's worth now that it is embellished with my malevolent moniker. Oh, I'm imagining. Did you do that with all your pogs? Riley, I'm not stupid. Of course I did. <sighs> of course you did. Well, just in case it takes a little while for this investment to mature, maybe you should do a word from our sponsors. Is it from a pog manufacturer or vendor? No. Eh, fine. Let's see. Quilsp, buy one of those. Now, Beastman. Put your stack of discs face-side up next to Merman's. That's it? That's all you're going to do for the ad read? I told them to buy one! What more do you want from me? Well, you could at least say what the product is, for starters. And maybe why people should buy one? They should buy it because I told them to! And a, a fine product like a... Quilsp? Practically sells itself. It's probably an... an irrigation system. Or something. Everyone knows that. Very useful. Get one today. It's an electric toothbrush. Yes, well, that's what I meant. It's an irrigation system for your mouth. Buy two. There, I just doubled their profits. Happy? Ecstatic. Good. Now, back to fleecing these puck-witted pogsmen for their cardboard bounty. Here you go, Beastman. You can have some of my pogs to play with. Thanks. But I got my own now, see? Those aren't pogs! They are Hoya Obavata leaves from my Hoya Obavata. No, they're from someone else's Hobo Obo Frittata. And don't you lie to me, you lamentable lint trap. You can't walk in here with the severed limbs of my favorite Hoya and expect me not to recognize Guinevere. Your favorite, huh? Do the other Hoyas know? No, and don't you dare tell them. They start dropping leaves when they get moody. Well, well, okay, maybe it's not the best set of pogs, but if we didn't try playing games with parts from our family members, we never would have gotten beloved pastimes like Jerry Knuckle Marbles. Uh, we don't have that. No? Oh, well, that's a lot of fun. Yeah, I'll tell you about it. The hardest part is getting Jerry to hold still long enough to harvest all of the knuckles. But once you've done okay, that, Okay, you... if the other option is listening to you talk, then let's go ahead and play pogs with... 
The mangled leaves that I once so lovingly dusted and spritzed every week only to have my efforts yet again destroyed by a pile of barbershop clippings that somehow gained sentience. Works for me. All right, Beastman, we're all putting in five pogs this round. Oh, oh, I don't have them anymore. What? Well, you were yelling at me like the old days, and I just got so happy. I started joy eating and, well... Can't have just one. Beast, man! Oh, boy. Should I get out the chart and see who's on tum-tum rub duty? <laughs> just so chewy. You know, I wondered how this kept happening with Beast Man, but watching it unfold, it still doesn't make a lot of sense. Uh, don't bother with the chart, merman. The Hoya obavata is not only a beautiful, elegant, reliable plant, it is also non-toxic. The Hoya prefers a sunny location, drying out between waterings, and not being eaten. However, if the Hoya is eaten, it won't hurt people or pets or even the tangle of fur and bad decisions that is Beastman. Hoya Obavata, will it kill Beastman? No, but that doesn't mean that his punishment won't. How? You can't put me in the moth cage anymore. Evil Lynn sent the moths on a special mission to destroy the wardrobes of her enemies while she makes some improvements to the cage. <sighs> I miss Fluffy. She hasn't written for weeks. Well, that explains why I had to move all my cowls to the cedar closet in the attic. But I don't need the moth cage. Beast man, out! Oh, no! Out! Go to your bed! Riley's taking your spot. Oh, no, Riley is not. I'll let you have my least favorite pogs, and you can use the slammer that has a chip in it. Hard pass. And I am so pepperomia-like in my generosity that I will even allow you to leave early if you're able to flip even a single pog. You'll let me leave? We can wrap the episode right now if I flip a pog? If you are able to manage such a miracle in all of your untutored innocence, yes, I will permit you to leave. I'm not even a little worried about that. But you obviously want me to do this, so you need to make me a better offer. I'll, uh, I'll order you those post-it notes shaped like very fat, adorable cats. And? And I'll get cushions for the chairs in here. I want an ergonomic design, something that cradles my lower back and lets me fall asleep comfortably sitting up, so I don't have to work as hard to pretend to be awake while you're ranting. What? No, those chairs cost about three holographic foil special edition pogs each. Well, I guess it's just you and Merman. Ugh, fine, but only because I know you won't make a single pog so much as twitch. It's a deal. Let's do this. <laughs> yes, here's a slammer. And I just throw it on this stack? Throw? <laughs> you do not throw, you slam the slammer. It's in the name, Riley. Yeah, I know, I just... Fine, I slam it. <laughs> You're holding it wrong. I mean, it looks fine to me the way she's holding it. Oh, you don't know what you're talking about. She's slamming forehand with a western grip. She'll probably miss the stack entirely. <laughs> Her pogs are as good as mine. I mean, they are yours, so... Not the point! Skeletor will soon have victory yet again in his stunningly manicured fingers. I mean, not to quibble, but I wouldn't call those stunningly manicured. More like stunningly manhandled. They, they look rough is what I'm saying. The rustic look is fashionable. Uh, go on then. 
I am ready to drink in the sweet nectar of your defeat. Okay. So. Come on, Mama needs supple leather cushioning. Oh. My. Gar. You pulled off a rusted quarter slam with a back twist. That hasn't been done in centuries. Impossible. And flipped. You cheated. You must have. Nope. Just real committed to naptime comfort. I've already circled the chair. I want the Ultra Kush catalog. It's in the extra fancy section. Ugh. I hate pogs. Yep. Never cared for them myself. All those tournaments mom made me compete in were torture. And please get the chair in purple leather. If you're not going to finish your cardboard cookies, can I have them? Garden Pots with Skeletor is written by Marissa Bond, Megan Bob, and Nathaniel Hubbard, and edited by Dan Mulcairn. Our theme song is Daydream by Rafael Medina, and our logo was created by Kit Mulcairn. Skeletor is played by Dan Mulcairn. Riley is played by Kit Mulcairn. Merman is played by Nathaniel Hubbard. Beastman is played by Rafael Medina. Additional music from filmmusic.io from Kevin McLeod at incompetech.com used under a Creative Commons Attribution 4.0 international license. He-Man and the Masters of the Universe and all associated characters are property of their owners. You can reach us at gardenplotswithskeletor at gmail.com, on Twitter at garden underscore plots, or through our website gardenplotswithskeletor.carrd.co. If you like what you heard, please consider leaving us a five-star rating and review on your podcast app of choice. You can donate to Skeletor Schemes on Ko-fi at ko-fi.com slash garden plots with Skeletor. Thanks for listening. <laughs>